Hello and welcome to a brand new episode brought to you on the Four Eyed Radio Network. If you want to see more shows, eh, check out foureyedradio.com, eh? Sorry about that. This Four Eyed Radio production is brought to you by America Joy Print Shop. All your printing needs taken care of in one convenient place. Visit AmericaJoy.com for business cards, flyers, banners, decals, car wraps, and more. Visit AmericaJoy.com. Hello, hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Arcade Bros. This is episode 26. I am your host, Stephen Mooney, a.k.a. Player One, and my co-host, Player Two, Gavin. And, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, we're back in the studio again. Of course, our next show is going to be a live show for the Injustice uh, release party, so that's going to be epic and stuff like that. Um, Kyle, so I guess the main question this week, uh, there's actually a lot of gaming news that happened this week. Um, one of them is everybody was very surprised about, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, <clears throat> which we'll get to right now is uh, we have a sponsor. And um, so if you need any um, business cards done, if you need any, you know, flyers done, if you need a banner, you need decals, you need, you know, you name it, they got a, uh, America Joy Press um, is a official podcast of the 4i Radio Network. Um, so if you go into them, you can actually go to AmericaJoy.com. And uh, go ahead and, uh, you know, check them out, get stuff done. If you get some stuff, just on the Fern Network sent you. And also um, a great uh, sponsor, and I just found out. So if you need to rescribe for your um, Xbox Live membership, go to www.sociallyawkwardstudios.com. Click on the Amazon link, and you can go ahead and buy the now 12-month subscription to Xbox Live for $45. Really? Because you're on, it's like, what, 60? 60. So there you go. You're saving yourself 15 bucks by shopping through the food. So, so if you go ahead and through our site, go ahead and do that. Then you get um, you know a couple of the stuff back. So um, enough with our promoting our great sponsors that are helping us out. Thanks, uh, Kyle, what have you been playing? <laughs> what haven't I been playing? So I beat Bioshock Infinite. Uh, I started Gears of War this morning, and I'm almost done with it, so I'll probably finish that up today. And then I also, uh, that's pretty much it. That's where I'm at. I also downloaded uh, D&D Online, DDO, which is free to play, and it's oh. hilarious. It's really bad, but it's still fun to play because I get to run around. It's funny because, like, in that game, I always go with, like, the hit class, and there's a, a class that's called Barbarian, which you don't wear a lot of armor, but you get a lot of hit points, and you just basically hit things. Like, that's all you do. So that game has been a lot of fun because I go into things and it's like, please bring a, another ally. And I'm like, screw this, I'm playing by myself. So I run through it and it's just like, you know, you are surrounded by, oh, not anymore. You know, because you just like spin and like, whee, like you, you just, just go in and hit everything. So that's pretty, that's fun. pretty fun. Like it's different, uh, especially coming from like World of Warcraft or some of the other ones I played. I played like Neverwinter Nights and I played a couple other ones. It seems like it's very much, there's aspects of D&D that make it cool, like if you're familiar with the game. But other than that, it seems... Pretty generic. Doesn't seem like they have a lot of a, uh, you know, luster to it. It's still fun, but it doesn't have a lot of uh stuff to it. Um, um, actually, uh, just last night I got a um, <laughs> I got a fuck um, you got I, a fuck. Well, what system is that? For? Uh, yeah, technically, but um, <clears throat> no, it was um, 
I, I started learning a little bit about D&D, and uh, I have been invited to not only play with your uh, D&D, but also another group of D&Ders. Well played. Um, so, but yeah, I got a, it was pretty kind of funny watching actually people um, talk about it. Like, they were like really talking about like the storyline and how things are going, things like that. And of course, I'm clueless. I have no idea what's going on in their, uh, their game and stuff. But it's really, it's really kind of unique to see how passionate people are about this. Yeah. And the time and effort it takes for them to design these characters and, you know, put them together and all that kind of stuff. So, it was actually really kind of cool and stuff. It's just like, oh, you know, this is really interesting. So once I started learning how to play that, um, I actually did say if we do want to try to do a uh, one where we, you know, play for a little bit on a podcast one time, I think we can already find a couple of people to join us on that Sweet. one. So that I was just, kind of uh, interesting. I just picked up the red box, which is a good starter. It's from, like, levels oh, of okay. one to three. And literally when you start out, there's uh, it's very basic. Like, literally, I was able to set up a character for a few people. Uh, so super simple, super easy to play. So like that would be probably like the best for like you and I, because like I've I played it once with a group of friends and I would like fall asleep because the DM just was like so out there that I was like whatever man I'm gonna I'm gonna nap and they'd always do it like on a Wednesday night at like ten. So of course like after working all day it was like the last thing I want to do is go play D and D. And then what I hated too, he was like a Nazi DM, because like usually Dungeons and Dragons is all about like imagination. So like I come up with things and things that I wanted to do, I take the time to actually roll and like figure out the stats and yeah. like how things work. And then he'd be like, "Oh, you're not allowed to do that. It doesn't exist." And I'd be like, "What do you mean it doesn't exist? Like I just invented it using the basis of D and D." And he's like, "Sorry, you can't do that." And then like his storylines would be so ridiculous that. Like, the rogue would try to pick the lock and he'd fail, but the rogue would be like level 30. And it's like, he should be able to pick anything at this point. The bard would try to sing the door open, he'd fail. Mm -hmm. And then, like, eventually, after like an hour of everyone trying to open the door, I'd be asleep. Someone would nudge me, like, Kyle, it's your turn. I'm like, I hit the door. Like, I will get a crit. And then, then, like, he would say that the door flew off into space, you know, and we were finally able to move along. But it was just like one of those games where I was like, at least, you know, if you want to pace it, like, move the story, man. It's getting really boring really quick. So I had a bad experience. Plus, my character was already rolled for me. I didn't get a chance to, like, pick traits or stats or understand really, like, what it is at the ground level. Like, why does Dexterity do this and why does okay. it do that? So for me, it was really kind of like a not, a not a fun experience, but it was definitely a good experience to, like, see, like, finally be invited and see the realm of it. So it was funny. So I rolled one for... Uh, uh, Lindsay the other day, she came up with a character name of Elphira, <laughs> where she's a female elf rogue with fire like red hair, and what was funny is in the game they give you these little hero tokens, and literally there was an elf with fire hair, mm. and I was like, Jesus, did you look at this before? And she's like, no, I'm like, look, and she's like, oh my god, that's the mm. character I wanted, so it was pretty funny, because like, I would read the manual, and I'd be like, you know, you come across a troll, you know, what do you want to do? Like, would you like to sneak up behind him and hit him? Would you like to sneak around him? And like, yeah, I was actually joking around with them last night because they said if you get into your character or something, so I said, well, if I'm a wizard, I'll be Christopher Walken's. Yeah, wow. I, yeah, wow, it's crazy. Magic School you, Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> I'm the new Gandalf. Fool. Yeah. So wow. Good. Um, I said if I picked a um, if I pick a dwarf, I'll be Al Pacino. Oh, you can hold my axe. That's um, the name. That's your axe's name. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Every time you hit, it just does that. That would be are awesome. You, are you killing somebody or making or, love to a, a little bit of bomb, a little bit of everything? Oh, I'm the <laughs> um, I said if I was like a wood elf or something, that'd be Tracy Morgan. Like I'm crazy. Give, I'm me, crazy. give me your doctors. It's like <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I'm so. summoning a beaver. Yeah. 
Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can, like, do the... Depending on what class you can pick, some can summon animals and stuff. Awesome. I'm going to ride this to the North Pole! Let's go! <laughs> it's like, there is no North Pole. There's now! I cast you! It's like, you can't... No. There's only the frozen North Pole. Well, yeah, no, so it seems it's going to be pretty fun and stuff like that. So that would be fun to do, and I'd love to do that. Like, I think that'd be great... Um, so, but yeah, um, what I've been playing this week, um... I forgot to ask you, what have you been playing? No, that's alright. Um, I've been playing pretty much a little bit of everything, uh, Bioshock Infinite, I'm almost done with that, I believe. Sweet. Great game so far. Where are you, um, where are you at? Like, not spoiler age, but like, what um, level I would just say at? you're with the gunsmith. Yeah, I'd say you're about three-fourths. So, um, yeah, I just did that whole weird thing where, like, you actually oh, walk yeah. through the thing. Yeah, like, oh, What's yeah. going on? So, um, so yeah, that's that's been a lot of fun. It's like it's very hard to put down. So it's, it's it is because well, that's why I hate because of the auto load. See, that's like, what's uh, that's forget, what, like. Did I save? Did I not save? And so you want to keep playing. So that's the well, what the cool part is when you go to quit. I notice at the top it tells you last time you saved and gives you the time, the date. Yeah, and so, so like, okay. Know. So, um, but and I think it auto saves when you quit too. So even though like you're like, okay, what was I doing? That was the only problem I had with it. The one time was like I didn't. I didn't enter anything. Like I was out in the open somewhere. I think when you first find Slate, like mm-hmm. when you're going into there to find Slate, I wasn't in there yet. I was like outside still fighting snipers. So I'm like, okay, well, at least I'm here. And then like when I loaded the game, I was inside. Mm-hmm. So like either like I'm not sure if like the game like knew that I had already killed everyone, so it just automatically put me inside as a good save point or what. But it was definitely like weird because all of a sudden I was like, I don't remember where I am. And then as I was moving around, I'm like, oh okay, I'm in this part. So that was one one of the many glitches I saw, you know, in the game. So which was kind of weird. Okay, I'm just gonna throw this out here. Okay, uh, mom. Stop doing the group taxes. Yeah. I know you're not going to listen to this episode, but really knock it off. Yeah, okay. I, I actually had a tweet the other day, because she does it, where it's like, you know, I made soup for lunch. And I was like, that's great, Mom. And then, like, literally four messages long later, it's still the soup message, because she's trying to communicate with everyone instead of just... And it's like, just, just call me. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, we love you, Mom, but group messages... Well, yeah, I've been playing Bioshock Infinite, uh, God of War... Uh, God of War. Yeah, God of War, actually. i got to get back into that. <laughs> Um, Gears of like, War Judgment. Um, he's going to be angry also, when you log in, though. That's how what's going to happen. And then I actually just recently picked up uh, the new Luigi's Mansion, oh! uh, Dark Moon. For what system? Uh, 3DS. Um, so um, it's actually really well done. It looks beautiful. The comedy in it is great. The guy who does the little thing with Luigi, you know, his voices and stuff. Oh, yeah, the little Poindexter guy. Well, there's him, but there's also Luigi, like the guy who just voices oh, Luigi. Does so, like, he does stuff like he'd be like, oh, hello. And he, like, does stuff like that, and you walk around. But they've added a couple of new features. Actually, the control scheme is, is a lot different than from the, um, like the, GameCube. the GameCube one, but they did it in such a new, unique way that it, it really does work for the uh, system. So is it basically like the GameCube game? Where no, it's, it's like a brand new game. Like it's a sequel. Something. Oh, okay, so it's a sequel. Yeah, it's a brand new game. Um, that's what I was concerned about because everyone was like, well, is it a remake? Is it this? I'm kind of hoping it does so well that they actually try to make one for the, um, like the, Wii, U. the Wii U because I would love to see Because that's what I said with the Wii. I was like, this would have been a perfect a sequel on the Wii. would have been perfect. Right. You know? But um, they did a really good job with it so far. It's like um, it's really split up into um, different houses. Oh, okay. So, so it's, not just, like, like, it's not just it's one house. It's business of like busting ghosts. Not really. The storyline really is is uh, there's this moon, um, actually a dark moon, and um, during is the it coming down? No, no, no. Actually, it's no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> well, basically, the scientist guy is monitoring ghosts, and all the ghosts are around helping him out. They're all happy, smiling, some of that, and then. King Boo obviously shows up, destroys it, and then all the ghosts go fucking haywire. Okay. So they start, you know. And that's in the game. It goes, Fah! 
Yeah. So that's what the thing. And then what's great though is like he calls Luigi back because he's like he's like you're the best buster I know. He's like but then again you're the only buster yeah, I know. So, so that's why Luigi gets suckered into it. But yeah, it's really good. It's nice to see Luigi have another game and stuff like that. But I mean, surprisingly, like the graphics on it uh, for the 3DS, you know, the things have really improved. You know, so all the handles and stuff. Yeah, it's really Christmas chart, but it's a really fun game. I've only played like tutorial level, but I have a feeling it's going to be a really good game. So um, I don't know if there's any multiplayer features with it. I don't uh, think so, but um, I say yeah, definitely check it out. I still got to also pick up Fire Emblem, the new one, The Awakening. So. Oh, right, right. Which I say, yeah, a lot of people are giving that one props because it's kind of the combination of the two, like the top-down like sprite view, but then also really good fluid like 3D, which is what a lot of people liked in the cube. So yeah, that's what I'm playing this week, and hopefully um, we get into the injustice. Um, yeah. And stuff like that. But speaking of injustice, so no! everybody's apparently. Sorry, I was doing my Darth Vader. Apparently, everybody. Um, well, I figure I want to get this one out of the way, and then I will talk about the Vader. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, what are you doing? So the next event we're going to be at is uh, Injustice: God Among Us on April fifteenth uh, at ten p.m. at the GameStop at the Tempe Marketplace. Um, Basically, it's a game developed by the Mortal Kombat franchise. Yeah, the NetherRealm Studios. It's also based off of a comic. <sighs> That's true. Archive that was going on in the DC Universe a while back. Um, so if you guys liked us at uh, God of War Judgment, you liked us at the Bioshock Infinite, and obviously GameStop likes us because they keep inviting us back, and that's how we roll, because we're the Arcane Browns. But uh, yeah, I think we're going to be doing more of these events. People seem to come out, so uh, we will say, you know, come out, see us, you know. And uh, if you like us on our Facebook pages, you get a little treat. Follow us on Twitter if you get a little treat. So come out to the live show. We'll have an open mic for everybody if you want to test yeah, exactly. on this game, any other game. So talk about it. I mean, I think the um, the Bioshock one was a really good turnout. Yeah, I think uh, last head count I heard from uh, Mar. Uh, Marvin, uh, Marlon was that uh, I can't speak today Marlon had said that there was an, anywhere from over 150 to 200 people there and I think the it was a combination of us the game truck and the game itself was why there was such a big draw so um, but we will say uh, I guess if you buy the season pass from uh, GameStop you do get uh, four of the DLCs for the price of three and includes new fighters and the Flashpoint skin pack and uh, join the party to a chance to win apparently an Xbox 360 and a fighting pack I yeah. hear about this what's so. cool about it is if you go to GameStop join the party dot com uh, it's they do this I guess a lot for certain titles but this title in particular you get a uh, a wrapped 360, uh, 250 gig one for oh, nice. uh, the justice, you know, the injustice uh, God Among Us. But you also get one of the sticks, like those fighting sticks. Oh, okay, yeah. Like the arcade like stick. The and that's also got uh, injustice, injustice on it as well. So you can enter to win that. Yeah, I think it was up to like 10 and winners. You know, oh, very cool, very cool. So you sign up on their page. If you are the part of the rewards program, uh, oh, yeah, I have. Well, Which so. is funny because I've been racking up so many points with oh, the yeah, now yeah. since I've been like now going to the GameStops to do my stuff. So, yeah, the cool part with the, uh, it doesn't cost you anything unless you do an upgrade. But the power card, like the subscription. Yeah, the power card is free. Um, you get it. You earn these points, and the points don't go away. Right. Uh, like it just keeps accumulated over and over. And then the cool part is you can go to their website, and you can actually purchase items with these game points. For basically, I mean, there's a bunch of different stuff. There's like you know, uh, there's like. Uh, Left 4 Dead stuff, there's uh, video game stuff, there's, there's everything uh, comic like, book stuff. Yeah, I saw there was even like the uh, Nintendo DS uh, sticks you can buy, so if you ever lose yours... Yeah, you, you know, so I mean, it's a, it's a really cool thing. It doesn't cost you a thing. If you're especially gamers like us and you like to go to GameStop, the uh, majority of the time, it's a perfect way to do it, because before you know it, you're like, holy crap, because I mean, I think once you sign up, you get like 500 points right off the right, bat. Just for just signing and that's up. just signing up, and then if you do buy a game, you get points, especially if it's like during that deal of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, especially. Um, highly recommend those things, but yeah, 
yeah, we'll be out there on April fifteenth. Definitely check us out. The weather's gonna be good. Like we're like, time flies. Like that's the beauty. Oh of yeah, everybody was in class. We were there, literally wrapping it up as they were opening the door for the final purchase. Everybody to get in. So everybody everybody had a good time. Everybody left. We had so many people interviewing, talking. I mean, we had a bunch. Of, it wasn't just for Bioshock either. A lot of people were talking about. Um, yeah, we had that guy. Uh, he came up. Uh, Mister, I forgot his handle. He's on the. He, I added him though. It's like a house MD. Uh, I want to say ninety nine. He was the guy who was talking about Call of Duty. He's on, uh, check him out, he's on Xbox Live. Like, he or he was inviting me to Minecraft the other day. Oh, and I don't have Minecraft, yeah, so I'll have, have, have to get it. But he was like, oh, well, you know, tell me all about it. So I was like, sweet, man. So, yeah, thanks for that. And, you know, anybody else who came out, I know those guys. I, met, I forgot to mention them on the this write-up. There's those guys, Austin. Oh yeah, his friend who were like at the end doing the Batman and all that other stuff. So they yeah, uh, we developed a new superhero for Google Chrome. Yeah, so, that's true. Um, <laughs> so check that episode out. It's on Block Talk Radio, Stitcher, iTunes, and of course on our website. So. Yeah, so it should be pretty good. I mean, I love uh, fighting games, especially with superheroes. So Injustice should be a good time, especially if they're doing like a tournament thing there. Yeah, we'll we probably talk about that. Um, it'll be really great. So uh, definitely check that out on April fifteenth. Which actually, yeah, that would probably be when the the episode drops. I think so. Yeah, that's a good way to spend your day. I mean, if you've already paid your taxes or haven't paid your taxes, yeah, get your tax return and boom. Can't even think about that. that. Now, before we get into the gaming topic of the, oh, not the gaming topic, the, the question. Uh, the question I, I I'm going to skip ahead because um, I kind of like to end the show with those kind of things. But yeah, same here. I'll put it this way. So, so there's some news. There's some news that now North Korea. God, Korea is making a game. It's called I Hate America. Mm-hmm. It's ready to eat for everyone, mm-hmm. uh, every American. And yep. they, uh, yeah, they're going forward with it. So it sounds like it's going to be uh, a fun game. That is not the game I was oh. talking about because North Korea <laughs> does not have a gaming developing system. That's true. They don't even have power. That's right. I forgot. That's right. Um, so what's basically happened is this was this was news to me. This was crazy to me. Um, apparently, Lucas Arts has been uh, shut down. Uh, Disney decided to go ahead. And close Lucas Arts down, and you're thinking like, okay, well they're just gonna house, move everything over yeah, to the new facilities. They, uh, they ended up canceling two games, uh, Star Wars Assault and the Star Wars 1313 project, yeah. which looked amazing. Yeah, because I guess that was supposed to be about Boba Fett. Character yeah. and like his storyline, so you can actually finally play as this character that everyone's been like. And they, and not only did they shut it down, but they fired everybody. Yay! So it's like, okay, Disney, what's going on <laughs> with you? Yeah, that's what I'm like. It's like, okay, so but as much as LucasArts has done a shit ton of Star Wars game, they first started off with point and click games. That's true. Like um, uh, Escape from Monkey Island. Yeah, Escape from Monkey Island, uh, Santa Max, uh, Road yeah. Trips. Um, I think Day of the Tentacles is another one. Yep. So I mean, LucasArts has uh, actually. I think they were like probably the he had father. Started, yeah, he started branching into the the game market. I can't hear myself. Now. And, um, <laughs> thank you, Toby. Toby. Okay, there we go. Yeah, Toby just decided to say, you know, what? I'm done listening to yeah. the bigger of the brother. Oh no, I can't hear myself. Oh god, he got it, folks. Oh, okay, yeah, I can hear you again. Okay, but yeah, they did yeah, a bunch so they of, get a whole bunch of games, and I guess like it was actually something. <laughs> oh, like now he's in the blinds of shame. I'm sorry, guys. No, he's just being <laughs> so, He was upset with the Art thing. <laughs> he was so heartbroken. He's like, I have to win a waiting for George. But yeah, no, out. they did a lot of point and click games. Uh, Escape from Monkey Island was one of them. I think they had a couple sequels. They actually then they yeah, actually started they, they remaking they these games and putting them on the 360 and the uh, PlayStation. Oh, yeah. and, and it's so. cool because it's gotten even a bigger following where people are. Uh, 
you know, starting to pick up on those new titles. Yeah, and I mean, they really did like Sam and Max games. They made like a whole new story arc for it and everything like that. So, um, yeah, it's just a little big shame. I mean, there's been uh, one of the games I think I absolutely remember that LucasArts put together that was probably like, I think I want to say that um, pretty much relaunched the Star Wars franchise on gaming system was Shadows of the Empire for the N64. I was going to say that was my favorite game of his. I know there are a lot of people going to talk about... Uh, you know, Force Unleashed, you know, all those titles. Well, that's a really good one, too, but I would have to say the Kickstarter, because if you look at, like, everyone, we're not Super Star Wars, but technically those were actually released by JVC. Right, those were in a... Well, those were in the LucasArts cool. franchise, yeah, but um, then I think when, like, the N64 was coming out, like, Star Wars pretty much, you know, don't get me wrong, Star Wars was too big, but it wasn't really big in the gaming community. Well, they, had, they had a couple, like, uh, Rebel Assault games, those were the PC... So, they, like yeah, that. I would say that it wasn't really still as relevant, I guess, because obviously you know, the 80s came, 90s came, and games had started coming out, like the N64 came out, and it was yeah. like a big to-do. And it was the first time that, you know, they really, like they said, they reinvented themselves on a Yeah, because they basically, they kind of just took like a, they took a graphic novel, not a graphic novel, they took a novel, and they made it into a game. Right. And uh, me, I've been saying like, you know, with all the stuff Disney's bought up, I would like to see a Shadows of the Empire. Well, I was throws off too, because when the movies were coming out, we thought, oh great, we're going to get to see Shadows of the Empire, because it was like, yeah. kind of in that storyline, but they obviously did their own thing. Mm -hmm. And I think what, what was cool about that game was that they were able to bleed into events that had occurred. Mm -hmm. in the storyline of Star Wars without having to like change things. Like, yeah, like nothing. Like, you got to meet Luke, you got mm -hmm. to meet Han, you got to fight in Hoth. You, know, yeah. you got to do all those things that you wanted to do, but you didn't have to be like Luke. Yeah. Like, you got to be this other guy character and kind of like... Yeah, what was his name? Dash Rendar or something? something like that. Yeah, okay. and he was kind of like the Han Solo character because he had a pistol. You had the first person viewed a pistol. And I love that. I was thinking about today because remember that missile? You could put into your game thing and shoot, it and it would follow. Like you would be like the nose of the missile. Oh right! And yeah. You can see like so every time you saw the Wampa, like yeah, you just hit it, and it would just be like, Bruh. and then you'd see it in the background, just like fall over. Oh fall yeah, over. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and that was a cool part because that was the thing. It's like they had the the snow Wampas, but then also when you went to a different area, they actually had like desert Wampas, and yeah. it was like oh, they kind that of incorporated sense. like. All these different kind of yeti And then I love it because then they had the trash creature. You actually finally got to see it because all I remember was the eye. Oh, yeah, that's all you saw. That. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, there was a sewer level that there was like you saw them underwater, like you'd be swimming underwater, and all of a sudden you'd just see like these tentacles slowly coming to you, and they were like a pain in the ass. So, like, yeah. That's all I kept. I just remember like screaming, like, oh, yeah. And that was the introduction of that one bounty hunter, the robot nine. Right, right, because he was in the game. He was in the movie that just came out. No, he, well, he was going to be in the movie that was going to come out. Well, that's the thing, though. He wasn't in the movie, but when they released that game and then Lucas decided to add all those all special, special scenes, features. he was in it. Then he was in it at that point. I think it was like uh, roll, like, like some number. He was just like a bounty hunter but he was an android. Like yeah. That's the only difference. And he was a pain in the ass. Was like, say 988 or yeah. something like that? He was like such a pain in the ass to kill. Oh, that that in that dumpster area. Yeah. yeah like, 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 oh, and I love the Bubba Fett battle because you both had rocket packs. Yeah. Because That was like, such a cool game and you could like use yeah, it. just jumping back and forth. And that's why I like too because it actually made me I never liked Bubba Fett. Like I still kind of don't. Like yeah. I always felt like he was one of those characters. Racist. I know. I'm racist against Star Wars. I didn't like You're him. racist against clones. Oh, I guess so. Well, I didn't like him because, like, in the saga, like he had this presence. Like I remember he was in the cartoon uh, that they did, and that's what kind of maybe launched him. And then he started appearing up at Comic Cons, mm -hmm. and he has just like a really cool look. So then all of a sudden it's like, all right. And then we saw him in the first, second film. And he's like, he means a worth a lot to me. And, you know, like, oh, well, there's history there. I want to find out what this is mm -hmm. all about. And then, like, in the third one, it was so, like, up, oh, he's gone. Like, 
that Bezos are right, Yep, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I hated that. That was like the worst. But, so then if you think, but then if you think about it in comics, he lived on because he fixed his rocket pack. He got out of there. He didn't die. And then he had like this entire story arc yeah. without the movies. But for some reason, Luke is like, no, we'll just get rid of him like off the bat really easy. You're like, really? Because this guy seems like him and Han had had like this past. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, the, just the way he went, like Han turns randomly, hits him in the pack, uh-huh. and he falls after going toe-to-toe with a Jedi, like blaster gun, rope gun. Like, you know, he went toe-to-toe with Luke and just didn't get straight up messed up. So showed you that he had like skills oh, and yeah. stuff so I would have liked to have seen more of that and that's my only gripe but in the game I liked that a lot because it was cool like oh but because you got to see his ship mm-hmm. you got to see him come down and it was just like oh my golly this was really like yeah it was really, really well done so yeah no LucasArts had a bunch of then new Star Wars games that came out you know following that they had the Robo- or the Rebel Squad leader they had like the Clone uh, Wars for Xbox Clone Wars for which came with Tetris Yes, I remember that. Uh, <laughs> with the actually trying to make a storyline, but then they did like then they did the greatest games, whatever the Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, that which just launched everything, and uh, you know they had one and two, and then they did the online multiplayer. And mm-hmm. the first unleashed. I still haven't gotten a chance to play the second one, but the first one was really well done. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just a shame to see that they did that now with Disney, especially at the height of like. Games have not slowed down. Like, That's games the thing. Uh, like, I'm just surprised better. Disney just. I'm like, why would they close them down now? Wouldn't you just be like, look, finish these two games. Be done, and then we're gonna we're do our movie. movie. We're gonna close, make a movie based on the well, game. That, not even that, but they could be like, we're gonna close down Lucas Arts, and then we're gonna move all you guys over to the Disney Studio because I I can see like I see where Disney's doing it just because they can get more money off of now the video game market because really Disney doesn't have too many video games. You no. think about and it. I'm not like, sure who they're using because I don't know who did Epic Mickey for them. It's Disney Interaction, so it's their own gaming company, so they're just trying to house it under that. But one thing I did say now that Disney that everybody was like I know it's a little what Disney's doing or whatnot, but the thing I came up with, I go Kingdom Hearts three, yeah, Star Wars Universe. That's true. You know, you because now they it. own it. So, and it's funny because I mentioned this, and everyone's looking at me, going like, "That's true." Like, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say anything about that yet. That's true because they were talking about that too a while back about her now becoming like a Disney. Yeah, princess. Disney princess and stuff of like that. And now I'm thinking about like, what if? Yeah, what if if they finally get to Kingdom Hearts three? If they were to do that, where you actually land, you know, because the whole the whole premise of the game is you go planet to planet to planet, and every different world is like a different Disney world. Right, exactly. And they already incorporated Pirates of the Caribbean, so it's like, okay, well, you can't you can't tell me you don't want to have live action stuff, but technically, since you guys own the Star Wars universe yeah, you now, have, you, know. you go there, and it's like that'd be awesome. You get your Keyblade becomes a lightsaber, you know, you have to battle like I'm right, sure James Earl yeah. Jones and Mark Hamill would be down to do the voices of their characters I again. So I was just like, that's something I said where I was all like, that would be pretty awesome. That would be pretty cool. So I think so too. Like that, like it opens up a whole other world for what they could come up with and what they what they would be allowed to do. Yeah, allowed to do. So I think it'd be great. But yeah, I was thinking about the other day too, like all the great games that they had. I was it definitely was a shocker. But what I like to, what I did like to see was game studios. Uh, out there were like, hey, anybody who's from yeah, they Naughty Dog did that. But HQ when THQ closed down everything as well, which is weird because they're done. What's going to happen to the next uh, two Darksiders games? Well, they said. Uh, well, what, that's what was interesting. Cliff Blazinski left the Gears of War. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't on this last one, Judgment. And then also uh, Joe Mad, who did the artwork for Darksiders, had left too. Oh, okay. 
so they kind of left it to the next group saying like feel free to do whatever you want you know it's it's up to you guys and then of course like judgment came out and they already said that thq even though it, i forget who bought them out but they did say that dark Souls 3 is like basically it's out there like whoever wants to pick it up is oh, okay. and a couple people buying for it and i think the third one would have been like i think the one company that was interested in doing it would do multiplayer Ooh. so which you can finally then be four player in a campaign and actually play the rest of the group you know as hmm. opposed to just one two or having to do like another game with just one character like, okay so basically the third game would wrap it up and then it would yeah, be exactly. all of them together again oh that's kind of interesting because yeah. I still need to play the first one and I definitely want to play the second one because yeah. it looks very that's the same thing like I haven't that. played the second one but I've been wanting to get into it because I heard yeah you were the one that told me pretty much about the first one you were like raving about well, it, yeah, about did, it and I, then Joe Mann had been he got into the game industry years ago like he had been trying to make game after game after game and just every single one failed like they ran out of money mm -hmm. or they did not do enough advertising so what was funny is him and another guy started Vigil and then they went ahead and joined up with THQ to do the actual games. Oh, okay. And so that's how he actually got into it. And then it was funny because then people were like, oh, he's going back and forth between comics and this. But that's how he started. Like, he started in comics so for him to go back, I was like, yeah, yeah, why not? Like, he's got that skill set. So... Um, yeah, but it's, it should be interesting. So, And that's what the beauty of it was. So even though it's like LucasArts closed... <coughs> At least we know that hopefully most of them can find work out there because there is plenty of it and plenty of studios out there. So yeah, no. So I mean, it's it's just a, it was a real shocker to me especially, because it, yeah, especially, especially after we just finally saw the uh, that trailer for the next um, you know Star Wars you know game the thirteen thirteen and it's just like and then just to me to be like them canceling it it just to me was just kind of like okay now the reason I can only see if they cancel it going like well this game is probably gonna make a shit ton of money. Um, we're not gonna get any of that money because technically it's still it's a house of like Lucas Arts or something like that. So that's the only, which is weird because I thought Lucas signed up everything to them. Yeah, so, so it was like here we go. I don't know if it's just like a power move on their part or they're just fucking crazy. Somebody, so, yeah, just somebody somewhere thought like, hey, you know what? This acquisition is not good for us. It's costing us money. Yeah, and they want to see the big picture and cancel it. But a lot of times, what's good about the internet and good about fans is that if they're really adamant. Kickstarter. I mean, somebody who could say, like, you know what? You but know. that's the thing, though. Can they really kickstart a uh, copyright franchise that they don't no longer own anymore? So, I mean, that would be... It all depends. Because Disney could turn around and be like, well, we own Star Wars, we own Lucas, everything. Uh, you try to do a Kickstarter, we're going to shut you down. I mean, that's just... I mean, the sad part is that a lot of things is, like, it's all about the money. It's all about what we can make. Well, how much money are we going to lose on this? Well, see, that would be a good Which saving. Is stupid, that would be a good saving face, though. Like, if, it was, if they had said, you know what, guys? We're, the fans have spoken. We ourselves have canceled this project, but maybe you guys like to do it on your own, like kind of thing. Because then, if they've canceled it and they give the okay, then it's up to anybody else who could. I guess, you know. but I, that's, that's again, it doesn't sound like Disney's mo because Disney, you know, don't get me wrong, Disney knows exactly how marketing works, obviously because they've been doing it for you know a good hundred something fucking years. But, yeah. Um, First, we're gonna make a studio, and then we're gonna make a theme park, and then I'm gonna be cryogenically frozen, and, and then I'm gonna come back, and I'm gonna own Star Wars. Ah, ah the plan worked beautifully. The Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Are the Jews still out? Yeah. yeah. Ah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, it, it is a shame that LucasArts had to close down. Um, but hopefully, we can see bigger and better things. Hopefully, Disney does not ruin. Like, I don't really care about. Um, I think they're not going to have a problem with the movies. But now, the gaming industry, I'm a little worried with kind of like the Star Wars franchise on the games. But enough of that. Let's go check out Kyle's segment. Oh, of time will tell on LucasArts. The gate. The Get Gaming question of the week. So, what was the question this week, Player well, 2? Uh, this week we had come up with, uh, we were talking about like zombie games and all these other games that came out. And so I had posed the question, okay, well, what is everyone's favorite zombie game? Like, what was a good game that everyone enjoyed? 
Uh, so how about you, Steve? What was one of your favorite zombie games? Um, it's kind of hard because I'm a huge zombie fan, and I haven't really gotten more into Zombie U, which I really enjoy as well. But I would have to say my favorite zombie game, I would say, is probably Left 4 Dead's. Because it was a fun game where uh, a bunch of people can get together, uh, you can play, um, no matter how many times you played that same campaign over and over again, different shit would happen each time, weapons would be located somewhere else, you know, you, like, you could beat that. It was the same map, but things would change. Yeah, because you so. could play that No Mercy campaign, like, over and over again, and you'd be like, I'm the man at this, and then all of a sudden, just one playthrough, you get knocked off the roof, and you're trying to run yeah. to the uh, helicopter, and then you're like, out of a bitch, so. Well, I, I think mean, that was great, too, is, like, I remember... We had played a match and everyone wiped because of the tank showed up like randomly and we're yeah. like, ah, and we all wiped. So the second time, like, we started plotting, like, okay, we know the tank's coming up, and then he didn't show up. Mm. And we were like, what the hell? So then we made it through the level, and we're like, okay, great. But then what was hilarious is then when we started the next match, like, instantly, like, tank was there, like, banging on the door. Oh, yeah. And it was hilarious because he actually came into the, the room, I remember. Like, we were all still in that room. Oh, yeah, because you couldn't. someone uh, opened the open door. The door. And like, so we shut the door again, thinking, like, great, we're safe. But he ended up just, like, <laughs> like coming on in. But I remember the first time I was at the one night, like, we heard the music. Yeah, we were in the. Yeah, it was the second um, level, I think it was the subway. And yeah. like, Okay, and we're going in there, and then we hear the music. Yeah, so we, we, all, we literally all got in like the circle where you have to get this thing, and then all of a sudden it just stopped. Yeah, like, and we're like, what? <laughs> and we're like, huh? And then we go over, and apparently the tank got stuck in the air vent, yeah. one of the things, and couldn't get out, and he just dies. And then we came up with the joke that the tank died of loneliness. Like, so yeah, it was the whole joke. We're just like, hey guys, I want to hang out with you. Where you, where you, are you? Why are you shooting at me? This hurts. <laughs> hey, come on. You just became like Fat Albert. <laughs> so um. But it was funny, though, yeah, because it was just like, oh, he died of them. Yeah, that's what, that's, uh, yeah, that's the thing I just liked about Left 4 Dead. It was just like, any time you played, even with the same one, any time you played, it was a different, it was the same map, but a different game each time. Right, you know, something was going to change, or something would happen, and mm. you'd be like, oh, no. Yeah, I have to agree, I like that one a lot. I think for me, recently, it was uh, Dead Rising. I think that was... Uh, uh, Dead Island and all those. Oh, were. yeah, yeah. And Dead Rising was good too. Like that was one of my. I did not play the second one yet. I haven't either. <laughs> Just I remember the VG cats kind of summed it up where he's like, "Don't worry, I'm going to rescue you." And then like ten minutes later, he's like on a tricycle, like. Yeah, just like running. completely. Because that's what you kind of did in the first one too. Is you were like you had a mission. Yeah, you had missions. You still kind of randomly go everywhere. Yeah, I think one of the crazy ones I did. I ran into this area and I had to fight this psychopath clown. And he had like two chainsaws that he's like oh, juggling, man. and I'm like, what the? I'm like, there's a zombie fucking. Well, I remember watching you outside when you had to just try and get somewhere, and those like prisoners were just like oh, yeah. running people over, shooting people. So I was just like, oh my goodness. So yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I have to say like the uh, the Dead Island series, which is pretty cool because it's just like you have that random encounter, uh, just how fast paced it is. Like obviously, it's like I like how the cars are like invincible. Oh, did you get again? That's what I kind of figured. Our unofficial intern just informed me about some delicious gossip. 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 It's a combination it's a, of gossip and ship. Oh, no, I was thinking of a combination of gossip and gushers, so... Oh, like the fruit candy? Yeah, the fruit candy. Nice. <laughs> I'm not uh, going to say it on the thing. Anywho, it's our own business. <laughs> but yeah, so we had a couple of replies from the same question. <laughs> Uh, not about Geshers, but we had the same pl- reply about, again, uh, the question. Uh, we had uh, X Razy, uh, that's his uh, name as well, at X Razy, had said, uh, <laughs> I have to say Dead Space 2, more survival horror than most other games in, the, in this generation. I still need to beat the first one, but yeah. I love what I played so far of that first game. And I have to say, the first one to me definitely did make me jump. Like, definitely was one of those games that you're like, oh my god, like, oh, yeah. it randomly happen. You have to, like, you know, keep going and keep doing things, so. Uh, another person we had was Ashley W or at L I L cute girl 
86. Oh, yes, I believe she is uh, engaged with uh, somebody from another show on the network of Starfleet Escape Podcast. Ooh, well, hello there. But she had actually said a good one, too, Plants vs. Zombies. And I forgot about that game because it's like, oh, it is a fun game, but I forgot that it. Yeah, it does have zombies. It's it's like, you know, so, and then, uh, oh, Jeremy and Pacini. Yeah. um, A buddy of mine. Port Chop Express 3. Yeah, actually, yeah, every one of it, he was telling me, every one of his gamer tags has something to do with uh, Big Trouble, Little China movie. So, because he says that's like the most ridiculous movie ever, but, um, yeah. Yeah, Big Trouble, Little Little Tokyo, or Little China? No, it's uh, Big Trouble, Little China. Oh, Little China. Yeah, with, uh, it's a a Wes Craven film. Okay. And it has, uh, oh, what's the guy's name in it? He was in like uh, Escape from L.A. and Kirk Russell. Kirk Russell's. Oh, okay. yeah. It's like it's supposed to be like it's like a it's a sl- like it's a slaps. It's like I don't know what he was trying to do with that film, uh, Wes Craven. But it's like it still has a supernatural thing to it. But it's like a comedy because like like literally like he's supposed to be a badass, Kirk Russell, like okay. every one of his movies. But this is like a slapstick comedy for him. Like pots are falling on his head. He's like, <laughs> Ooh, you know, doing all these like. <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing. Nice. I should make a game of that. Well, like sure. it's exactly. you, should, you should check it. It's uh, on uh, Netflix. So. I'll definitely do that. I know the Chalian Valley. After we played the game, I was like, I have to find that hard-boiled. Like, I have to find that. Oh, that was movie. such a good movie. Oh my god, it's hilarious. He's like got the baby and everything. Oh yeah. man, big uh, trouble, little China. Coming soon to a gaming content. And uh, yeah, Jeremy had said, uh, "Does Dead Space the first one count?" And of course, I was like, "Hell yeah, it does." Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. definitely like dealing with the undead and stuff. And another one I was thinking of is like it doesn't really have it as like the main focus, but like uh, Gears of War with the. Uh, Infected. Uh, oh, humans, the lamb, uh, uh, lambent humans. Yeah, the lambent humans. How they introduced that again in the Judgment? Yeah. I was like, oh my god! Like I forgot about these guys. Like I forgot, I like that. Like anything that was horror related. I remember there was a game also called Fatal Frame. And what was funny about that game is you were going with a camera, and that's how you like stop the ghosts. Is as they come at you, you flash the light oh, okay. at them, and you kind of capture them. And then what's cool is like it gives you stories about them. And I guess they were actually based on real events or real ghost tales from like Japan and stuff. Oh, okay. But the funny part was is uh. The game itself uh, was pretty. It was pretty lame. It was a stupid game, but it was one of those games that like made you jump or had things going on in the background. Kind of remind me of that uh, darkness one. Oh, eternal uh, darkness, darkness, which I am surprised no one has re-released this game. Like or come up with a sequel or yeah, anything. It was a really good like that's what I'm saying. A lot of people did not like the GameCube, but the GameCube I thought was a fantastic system. Yeah, it did and it did have a lot of good uh, games for it. So I forget. I think Eternal Darkness. The pro- problem that I had was when I was the Roman guy. I got to finally to that final boss, mm-hmm. but I didn't have like anything. Like I had like the sword, but I didn't have any of like the things you could use to shoot at them. So I basically would just have to like walk there and like hit and then run away to for my life to kind of come back a bit. And it like just took forever. But I remember that's as far as I got in it. But a lot of people were saying like we're do things to the system. Yeah, you know things would turn off and turn on, or your head would fall off, and then you'd actually not fall off. You were like. Then going into the door, like you would play all these messed up games. Those were more like paranormal. Yeah, those were like paranormal, zombie. but like the traditional zombie game, I think a lot of people were introduced was probably the Resident Evil. Oh, Actually, a really fantastic yeah. Resident Evil game I felt was when they remade it for the GameCube. Oh, yeah. Uh, really well done, stuff like that. <laughs> that was one thing I used to hate was like the bad acting in the second one for the PS1 because uh, he would just be like look at this and then it would freeze and then it would cut back to the next guy so the suspense wasn't as there yeah because like, I remember in the second one I, you make it into finally the shop where you get the shotgun the first time yes and there's that guy there like uh, oh like watch out for the door or something and like literally then it's like you see the zombies 
you see the load, it loads, and then they're like, yeah. Like you had at least a couple seconds there. You could have started shooting at him or something. Yeah, no. But then the shotgun got eaten. So then you were just like, what? Like this is so like. Uh. But I did like that too. Like when they redid the first one with the high res graphics and everything. Yeah, I mean, like it definitely had that more like. Oh, because I remember that one time, you walked down that. You saw the dogs or something outside. Yeah. And then, like, you ran by and real fast and nothing happened. And then you went into a room, figured out what you needed, and as you came out, then the shadow was gone. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess it left. And as you were, like, barely walking, like, then all the doors, like, like all the dogs, like, jumped in. Oh, yeah, and like, like oh, smashed the God. window and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, the coolest thing I found out, because they added this in this one, is uh, if you don't shoot their heads off and you just kill them regularly, you have to set the body on fire. But no one knew that. So I was walking through a bunch of different things and stuff like that. And I come down a hallway, and then there's a body there, and I went to go light it on fire, and it literally just gets up, and it starts, like, foaming at the mouth or something, and just, like, you think it's going to be... It starts fucking bolting at you, and I'm just like, oh, God! So I take off down the thing, and I slam the door behind me, and I'm like, oh, thank God, and I go, you know what really freaked me out? If you literally, like, I start walking right in here, yeah, like big and the then door. it broke through the door, so... I mean, there's a bunch of different things that, uh, it's just, I mean, it was a really good game. I mean, we still got to beat the fifth one, and I still want to play the sixth one, oh, yeah. so... But, Coca-Cola. Pepsi! Yeah. What? That was in the Colts in the fourth game when you had the guy with the trench coat. Right? Oh, I never played that. You had that girl and you put her in barrels and stuff to hide her. Uh, the fourth one I played, I was watching a friend play one time and like literally then you're in these group of uh, occult guys mm-hmm. and they're just saying like weird stuff. They're just like, and so then like you're trying to like sneak through there and as you're sneaking, like all of a sudden they turn around, they're like, you know, literally they see you and then they all attack you. But so it made me laugh because the thing it's not like they were saying Coca Cola. Oh, yeah. So they're bo- they're all in red and they're going like <laughs> Coca Cola, Coca. And then you're walking through and you're like blue. So I was like Pepsi. And they started attacking you. But, but um, yeah, no, those are some really great. I'm trying to think of some other good zombie games that uh, let's see that either was like um, I don't know if Nightmare Creatures counts. I guess you could consider that because there was undead and things in it. I mean, there was that. Uh, I'm trying to think what else was there. Uh, Obviously, like Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh, Ghosts and Goblins, Ghouls and Ghosts, yeah. Castlevania. Cause was oh, like Castlevania, that's right. Um, but, the, yeah, I would consider those more like supernatural. Exactly, yeah, it's but more like monster-based. But, yeah, I was trying to think of like, ones that were specifically zombie, and there's been a gajillion. I mean, there's been a gajillion since like, down the right now. Dead, I mean, yeah, The Walking yeah. Dead. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. I still have not played that one. Yeah. Not the, the survival one, because everyone said how horrible it was. But, uh, oh, yeah, there was, like, the expansion for uh, Borderlands. Remember, it was, like, Doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was really... Oh, I remember the ending to that. That was so great. No, totally yeah, yeah, holy fucking shit! And then, uh... That's <laughs> so good, because it ends, and it's like, here's the credits. What? And yeah. it's like, oh, it's it. And then all of a sudden, he's like, it's not over yet. Because I remember we were sitting there, like, is that it? And then he's like, it's not over yet. And we're like, oh, thanks for answering my question. Yeah, <laughs> that was just, like, uh, Borderlands, yeah, that was a really good expansion pack for that. Yeah, so. it was really fun. Um, yeah, the guys who wrote the Borderlands series is phenomenal. I mean, I only played like a little bit of the first of the second game, and just the writing with the little claptrap guy is just phenomenal. And oh, yeah. just, everything is just hilarious. So, did you have the bug too, where you meet uh, the guy, the blind guy, and then later on you have that quest where you have to come back to him, and he's like in the room, like hanging. Yes, but then he was also outside. Yeah, we were playing yeah. that same thing. We were happy where it's like, <laughs> like, wait a like we came back to the guy and he and he was a great character in the first one and he died and then we're sitting there though and Kyle's like, uh, Steve and I go, what? He's dead. He goes, no, he's not. <laughs> and I'm walking out and he's literally just like sitting outside like, how are you guys doing? It's yeah. like, but you're dead. Yeah, guys like some meat. And like, like we go in and like there he is, there he is, just hanging like dead and all his weapons around him. And then it's like there he is sitting on the chair. It's like, uh, what do you want? Yeah, it's like, uh, like, you have a twin. <laughs> this is so awkward. Yeah, uh, I, I, that's <laughs> I, I actually want to dedicate a um, 
I think we should do that maybe uh, not next week because next week we'll be doing live show, but uh, sometime in the future I would love to do a show with video game glitches where we'll find a bunch of ones that were online, uh, post them on the site and everything like that, and get people's opinion what they like. Which one was your favorite video? Maybe that should be the next week. Uh, yeah, favorite like, uh, like favorite uh, video game glitch online, so people will have to find their glitch and post it on um, post it like on the, the YouTube thing or something like that or something like that. So then we can all watch them and then we can talk about them and be like. What was you know stuff like that? I just want to make a, a like a glitch. It could be from any game. It doesn't even have to be from new generations. There's even some uh, glitches from the old games. You know, from the classics. Uh, you know, NES and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I had that one. There's a whole obviously Skyrim's like notorious for a ton. Oh of yeah, well Bethesda's just Bethesda's had, just uh, changed the name to Glitch that. <laughs> well, I had the one where like uh, was you have to get the horse stolen from the thieves guild. Like the woman has a horse and the guy approaches you like to steal it. Oh right. So what I ended up doing was I let her know. I was like, hey, this guy wants me to steal your horse, and she's like, you know what? Go ahead and do that. Like let him, because I obviously know he did it, and then I can hunt him down. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, great. So I do it for him. I meet him in the woods. I give him the horse, and he's like, hey, thanks, buddy. Gives me some gold, and then I end up going to like uh, the first uh, winter uh, white run. Okay. And I go there, and he's there, but it's only like half of him. Mm-hmm. And he's like in the ground, and every time I see him, he's always like, "What are you looking at?" But he's like right there, <laughs> like he doesn't move at all. Oh, he's just stuck right there That's in the funny. ground. It's just like, uh, this is weird. So that was good stuff. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I, mean, I would take like any kind of glitches that you ever ran into on a, a you know a video game that was just kind of like what the and things like that. Because I totally forgot about that Borderlands one until you brought it up again. You were like, yeah, the guy was dead, and then we go out there, he's just <laughs> sitting in his chair going like, "Hey, you two doing?" And it's like, ah, uh, this is weird. So that'll be a good one. Get gaming next week will be favorite video game glitch online. Post with a video or image, and then we'll give you a shout out on Facebook and Twitter. I think that would be kind of fun because there's a bunch of different like Cooper everyone Man. has those. Like oh yeah, like Cooperman or like, I gotta find the one on the Skyrim one that uh, somebody posted a while ago. It was with crazy where the guy kills like a saber tooth. Oh right, right, and he just is like rolling around, and then he just flies up in the air. The guy's just like, I don't know how to feel about this. It's <laughs> yeah. just like it was just genius. So, so I guess they can't loot that, and this is like yeah. But, um, and, uh, oh, actually, another thing I want people to also, uh, uh, let us know, um, I think Kyle and I should sit down and try to play it sometime, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about it. I really would like to do a playthrough of Slenderman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so if anybody, like if anybody that. has played that, let us know what your opinions on it. Is it fun? Is it good? And stuff like that. Of course, that would be bad with us, because we probably have, like, the mics on your line. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but um uh, yeah, I think that kinda wraps it up for this episode of RK Bros. Again, you can find me at Stephen Mooney Jr. and also you can follow us at Arcade underscore bros on the Twitter. Also go to the website www arcade-bros.com check out all new gaming uh, news that we will post also game reviews and yeah Steve just posted a new review on DMC so definitely check that one out it's a good review um, and then uh, Kyle where can they find you uh, they can find me here on the Arcade Brothers where you can email us at bros at arcadebros.com uh, obviously you can find us on Stitcher iTunes and if you just barely type in Arcade on Blog Talk Radio. We are featured as part of the Four-Eyed Radio Network, so you can find us there in all our glory if you want to give us a listen. Also, again, if you need any print jobs done, Joe, check out America Joy. Not American, Kyle. It's America, America Joy. 
are. Go and get your banners and protect uh, America Joy Press. You can go to AmericaJoy.com. They do uh, business cards. They do flyers. They do banners, decals. You name it, they do it. They're actually a proud sponsor of the 4i Radio Network. So if you go inside, let them know that the Fern has sent you. And uh, until next time, kiddos, keep on gaming. <laughs> This has been another great presentation by the 4 Radio Network. You can find more information at 4